Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Back to America's Heroes Group. On this section of our discussion, we have a roundtable with community outreach. June is LGBTQ month, LGG, LGBTQ plus month. We just need more letters than that. Pride month. Today is Saturday, June 25th, 2022. Today is also the 75th anniversary of Anne Frank's diary, the, the release of Anne Frank's diary. I'm Sean Claiborne, the co-host. Our host is Cliff Kelly. The executive producer is Glenda Smith. Our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have our panelists on the line, Mr. David Malinsek. He's a CPA and president and founder of Cats, Cats Malinsek, Inc., and a military family member. And we want to talk about some tax issues, tax problems, tax planning, and also veterans' discounts, things we all can use, particularly as veterans. And if you're a family member of a veteran, you'd want to pass this on to them as well. We're going to give some good information out. How are you doing, David? Oh, I'm I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on, Cliff. Um, I uh, I just wanted to say uh, um, Cliff's personal tax accountant as well, and then also that um, I, as you mentioned, I do have uh, family that is uh, military. Um, my grandfather served in uh, in World War II, and then my wife's father was uh, was um, I believe. Korea era Navy, so um, we we definitely value our veterans, and uh, and we do offer a veterans discount in our firm. It's Cats Melanic. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna find us on the web at catsmelanic.com. That's K A T Z M I L A N E C dot com, or uh, you can give us a call at seven zero eight nine one four eight two two zero. And that veterans discount, if if we don't have anything else that we can offer you as a discount, we're gonna give you ten percent off off the top. I appreciate you mentioning that your family members were veterans. I'm going to also say your last name correctly, Melenic. I think I spelled it wrong on our sheet here. Melenic. So, so Melenic. we're doing so we're doing things on our taxes. What are some of the things we need to watch out for? Um, so one of the big things that I see, um, you got you first off, you got a lot of people who uh, they just get scared of it for a while, and they just they just decide to stop filing. And then, and then it mounts and mounts and mounts, and now you've got you know ten years you haven't filed. Uh, we can help you take care of that. We can we can get we can get you a power of attorney. We can get all the documents. We can get that resolved for you. Um, that's definitely something we can do. We can we go in. We get what's called wage and income transcripts. You don't even have to have your tax documents. We can help you prepare your back taxes. Um, and we can and, and get it done for you, get you the best rate possible, get get everything settled for you, so that that way um, you uh, you can move on with your life and not have that big eight hundred pound gorilla hanging over your shoulder. And another another thing that I've noticed that a lot of people uh, there's a, there, there's this whole new gig economy, right? Mm-hmm. So 
a lot of people nowadays, their businesses, they don't even know their businesses. So um, it it really behooves you if you're if you're driving Uber, if you're driving Instacart, you're doing Lyft, um, any of these gig jobs where where you're picking up, where you're getting an app and you're picking up like rides or whatever the case may be. Um, if you are doing that and you're using your social security number, you're paying something called self-employment tax, which mean which means on top of your income tax, you're paying an additional tax uh, that has to be paid every year on your tax return. Now, what's one I thing can that take I noticed that self-employment too, tax for one second. The one thing I noticed too, a lot of veterans um, and a lot of people that are service members have side gigs because sometimes some um, occupations have a lot of downtime. And not just not just uh, uh, people in the military, but first responders, firemen, police officers have a lot of second uh, second jobs or gigs that they do to make money, and then a lot of times they're not reporting it correctly. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you're not getting you're not getting all your expenses if you're not if you're not uh, keeping track of your records correctly. And then, like I was saying, you're paying you're paying this thing called self employment tax. It's an additional tax. I can reduce that self employment tax to zero. Um, How do you do that? How and do you it's get completely it legal. So, so what we do is uh, we take a look at your situation. And we decide if it's going to be beneficial for you to uh, to incorporate. If you incorporate, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take you. We're gonna we're gonna fill out all the paperwork for you. Get you get you registered with the Secretary of State. All that good stuff. But then on top of that, we are going to give you the tax advantage status of being a small business corporation. So we're going to file what's called a Form twenty five fifty three for your incorporation that's going to allow you to not have to pay that self-employment tax and also you're not going to pay a corporate level tax the only tax you're paying at that point is your income tax and i and i have a personal guarantee that if i that if you come to my office and i recommend that you incorporate and you don't save at least the amount of money that i charge you to incorporate in the first year on your taxes I will refund you the difference. So if you're interested in that, give give me a call at 708-914-8220 or visit our website at katzmilanic.com, K-A-T-Z-M-I-L-A-N-E-C.com. One thing that people, when they when they start businesses, whether it's, whether they're side hustles or gig economy type employees or whether they're just starting getting incorporated for the first time, they, the big question I get a lot is whether or not they should be an S-Corp or an LLC. So is there is there a what's the, the the advantages or disadvantages of one or the other, and then and also well, when so, is that when does that happen? Does that happen when you incorporate, or does that, does that happen when you actually start doing your taxes? So that first question is actually a very common misconception. Okay, so let me let me let me explain. LLC is a legal entity, a legal entity type. Okay, mm-hmm. S corporation is a tax status. So I can actually, if you really want it, I don't recommend going this route, but if you really want it, I can make you, I can give you an, I can make you an LLC, uh, give you articles of organization, all that, and I can elect the S corporation tax status for your LLC. Now that said, 
for most people, if they're going to be single, uh, if they're going to be sole shareholders, they're going to be the only one in the company, everything like that, there's no legal benefit really to an LLC at that point. At that point, it's better in most cases to just incorporate and and get the S corporation election. Um, that makes an a lot LLC, of sense. yeah, and, and so to go back to the other question there, uh, yes, LLCs and corporations, you have to decide that when you form the entity. That's the first step because you're either going to file articles of organization with the Secretary of State, which is going to give you an LLC, or you're going to file articles of incorporation with the Secretary of State, which is going to give you a corporation. And at that point, that's when you can elect your tax status. You actually have 75 days from the date of formation to elect S corporation tax status. You can do that as an LLC. You can do that as a corporation. I recommend a corporation for most people. And to be quite honest with you about the only exception to that that I have is real estate investing, where where I have a completely different strategy. And it involves LLCs heavily. But for most people, when they're earning ordinary income, that you're gonna you're gonna incorporate you're gonna elect that S corporation tax status. So what are the benefits, if it's, particularly for those that are in real estate or have li- high liabilities, with worry about getting sued? What are what's the benefits of having an LLC? And in practice, how does that how do you get how does that protect you? Um, so I actually recommend the multiple LLC strategy. Um, to be quite honest, if series LLCs were more tested, I would probably recommend the series LLC. But I'm, I don't like the fact that series LLCs have, like, zero precedent in, in court currently. So, explain um, that. Back up a little bit. Explain series LLC. So a series LLC is where you, you make one LLC, and then you can, you can file several different series under it. And each series is its own business. So, like, I could have... Katz Melanic, if I wanted to have it in a series LLC, I could have Katz Melanic, and then I could, that would be one series. And then I could have, um, I could have a, an ice cream store, and that could be another series. And then I could have a rental property, and that could be another series. Um, and, and I could just make unlimited amount of series. The, the problem with that is, the biggest problem is that, before, that before you, you have to make right, sure. Just one question. Does that mean you have a different tax ID numbers for each business, or is it all in a one tax And ID that's, exactly, that's exactly where I was about to go. Okay. You have to make sure for each series you're getting a different EIN, and you're, and you're getting different bank accounts and everything like that, because otherwise the, the problem that you're going to run into is that even if you make a series LLC, if you have all of it under just the main LLC, then it's kind of like it's it it's kind of like having all your. It's like if you had a corporation, but then all your money goes into your personal account. Mm-hmm. You really, your corporation funds. doesn't really exist for any reason, but on paper at that mm-hmm. point. Right, and that's so, like really um, funny if you don't have separate bank accounts. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so you you have to be really careful with that stuff. And even then, it's not it's not tested in court, so I'm not really a big fan of it. So how long has but this been around? Of, it's only been around for about I, I want to say five, ten years, something in that range. Okay. It's a very new concept. It's a very new concept. It's a neat concept, but um, again, not very tested. 
So what I actually recommend for LLC strategy, it depends on your risk protection. I'm sorry, not risk tolerance. It depends on your risk tolerance in terms of if you're investing in real estate. Uh, If you are investing in real estate, if you are very intolerant of risk person, which I know most people are, um, I go so far as to say hold each property in a separate LLC. And here's why. That's going to silo off each property from each other. So if I have if I have 10 properties and I have 10 different LLCs holding those properties, then if property one comes into risk because somebody slips and falls or whatever, properties two through 10 are still safe and, and they're not going to be challenged or anything like that. Hmm. And you can actually even go a little bit further with that by having a property management company uh, that you sign all your contracts with, and that property management company, you would that that you would want to be an S corporation because again, that's going to make ordinary income as opposed to rental income, um, which is the big distinction as to why you want you, you can use LLCs with the with the real estate and you can't with uh, with a regular business. Um, and when you have that property management company, one of the benefits you can do is you can assign 10% of the rents or even 15% of the rents to the property management company. Mm-hmm. And then you can write off expenses from the property management company to reduce that amount that you're getting as reportable income, as, as net income that has to be taxed. And then on top of that, the amount that you're assigning to the property management company is revenue that is then deductible from each property. So if, if each property is paying 15% property management fee, that's that's the deduction of 15% of the rent across the board for all your properties. Wow. Now, one thing I was wanted to um, like get into, and this is the thing, especially with accountants, I get asked this question a lot when people give advice with taxes, because um, when people oftentimes write off a lot of stuff, and they have all these deductions. I think it's important to always keep in mind if you're going to try to borrow money from a bank, because if you don't, cause if you're not profitable, because you write off every, you don't, you show you don't have, you show you don't have any income at the end of the year. Um, what is that process like for you? How do you how, what was that? I said the double-edged sword of write-offs. Yeah. So, is, so do you encourage people to think about? I always say, think about two years in advance what you want to do as far as getting funding. If you're going to borrow money. Or if you're going to uh, from a bank or from uh, a lender, um, making sure that you put your best foot forward, is it easy to go back and amend taxes? And what's the what's the trapdoor to that if there is one? If you say, okay, I need to apply for a loan, but I got denied because I, you know, shows me I've been I've been losing money for the last three years, so I can't get a business so, loan. So especially right now, it is incredibly difficult to go back and amend returns. Uh, the IRS is backlogged like crazy. I have one client right now, still to this day, I filed a 2017 amended return for them in 2019. We still have not gotten the return processed. It's still in processing with the IRS. So um, it's very frustrating, but it's a fact of life currently. The IRS is backlogged, and if you want to amend a return, it's going to take forever for it to process. So um, that being said, uh, I do like the point that you touched on there because it's absolutely something I preach. It, it, I, I tell people there's an old saying, if you fail to plan, you plan, you plan to fail. And so tax planning is no different than any other kind of planning in that respect. So um, 
I, I often tell business owners when I meet with them, what if I told you I could get you a refund every year for the rest of your life? And they look at me like I have five heads. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because I can, I can actually demonstrate that. I have a client that um, they are between their business profit and their wages that they pay themselves. They report over a million dollars every year in taxable income. Okay. Mm-hmm. And every year for the last six years, at least I've gotten that client a hundred thousand dollar or more refund. And the reason for that uh-huh. is because they like to get that big refund check at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we sit down every quarter and we analyze their profits and we say, okay, Based on this, um, we think you need to pay in this this amount. And we do that on a quarterly basis. We sit down, we do that. And quite frankly, for that client in particular, I overestimate what their profit's going to be. And I and I underestimate in on the deduction side and everything like that because at the end of the day, they like to get that big refund check. And they also don't and, – and that that particular client has uh, has not paid a fourth quarter estimated tax payment in the last six years either because they like to have it done by the end of the year. So um, – Because it's kind of smart planning so during with, the process, during your business cycle, during the year of not knowing when to pay yourself, when not to pay yourself, what to give to the IRS, what not to give to the IRS. Exactly. Exactly. And, and so – if you want to be at, if you want to be at uh, break even, you don't have a balance due, you don't have a refund. We can we can get you there. If you want to be at a you know a ten thousand dollar refund, whatever the case may be, it all depends on how you want to play it. But however you want to play it, we can set you up and we can make it work for you. So I got a little mini rant. That's just the thing. I always feel like small business owners in the United States always get screwed over. It always, it's always there's nothing works for small business owners. Big corporations, you're okay. Small business owners pay way too much in taxes, and they, and every time they they try to get ahead, it's like there's always something pulling them back down. So you got to you have to they well, need people like you to try to just minimize the damage. Exactly, exactly, and that's that's exactly what I was going to say. I see a lot of small business owners that do pay way too much in taxes. One of the things they pay too much in taxes is. Uh, is self-employment tax that that same client that I that I mentioned to you? They have an LLC. When they came to me, I converted them to an S corporation. They were paying thirty-five thousand dollars of self-employment tax every year, wow. and I I completely eliminated that number for them. Wow, that's same as I can do for anyone else out there. It's 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 something that's completely open and available to everyone. If, if you're interested in any of this, remember, please give us a call, 708-914-8220, or visit us at katzmilanic.com, K-A-T-Z-M-I-L-A-N-E-C.com. So for people that are saving for retirement and are putting money aside, there's a couple of tax credits that people don't know about. So you can actually get a tax credit um, for saving for retirement up to, I think, $2,000 per person. Uh, that does exist, but... Um but that's not uh, it, it's it's income based and it's mm-hmm. very limited. So you have to have a very low income to qualify for that. Start, but like the good news for business owners, that, yeah. good news for business owners is that for business owners, you can set up a self-employed retirement plan, um, whether that's a SEP four hundred one k or a SEP IRA, anything like that. I typically recommend self-directed because it allows you to to invest in other 
in products that you can't normally get on the market. Mm-hmm. But um, wh- whatever whatever you're interested in setting up, you set it up as a self-employed plan. Um, you you can contribute up to twenty five percent of the profits that you make up to a maximum of fifty two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. So if you if yeah exactly. So it's twenty five percent off the top of whatever you make. So so if you make uh, if you make two hundred thousand dollars, well now we can now we can contribute fifty thousand dollars to that retirement plan. Now you only pay taxes on one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And the money's still yours. That's the thing. <laughs> you didn't get exactly. The money's still yours at the end of the day. It's just you can't touch it for a little while. That's all. Dave, one um, more time, give us your contact information before we go. Absolutely. We are Katz Milanic. Visit us at katzmilanic.com. That's K-A-T-Z-M-I-L-A-N-E-C.com. And our number is 708-914-8220. Feel free to set an appointment with us. If you mention Cliff Kelly, you'll get a free consultation. Dave Milanic of Katz Milanic Incorporated. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.